Uh, welcome to Squick Me Not, an 18 plus podcast where we discuss all things erotic fiction. We are your hosts. I'm Squid. And I'm Pixie. And, uh, yeah, we're doing the second half of our totally favorite book ever, uh, Need. Need Part 2. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Super can't wait. Super excited. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) All right. So jumping in. (sighs) But he drives her home and they have a conversation where he's like, well, why the, Why did you do that? And she's like, I wanted to confront the Pixie King. Um, and he's like, well, that was really stupid. She's like, I know. So he gets her home. He insists on staying because he's worried about her safety. He's like, yep. I don't want you to be here alone. And Betty's not back yet. So I'm going to stay around until Betty gets back. And they have some more, like, they kind of, like, snuggle a little bit and it's like again once more i would like to point out that we have seen nothing of him that would indicate why she would feel comfortable doing that with him other than but yeah. he's pretty other than he's he has nice hair and he smells musky i don't know i don't know like it just like none of it makes sense to me she's she's just like nick has thick dark hair nick has big chestnut eyes nick has nice white teeth i'm like okay and and i don't know he makes I'm, you scared. I'm really glad he, yeah, and he and he terrifies her, and you're just like, think maybe that could be a reason to not pursue this person, perhaps, mm-hmm. maybe, perhaps, no, okay. Yeah, uh, they kind of have a conversation about why he's never had a girlfriend or kissed anybody, and he's like, I don't think the right girl has come around yet, and they kind of agree that they should be friends, which I thought they already were, but I guess we needed to. Establish that. Establish that. They're like, yes, we shall be friends. But it's kind of obvious that they're both feeling like they want to be more than friends. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Usual, usual teenage shenanigans. Usual teenage shenanigans. They're kind In of dancing around each other. Yeah. She uh, has a conversation with Grandma Betty next morning where she's like, te- again, teasing her about her new boyfriend. And she's like, Grandma, he's not my boyfriend. And she's like well, why not? He seems like he likes you. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't like like me. And like, (laughs) uh, it's such a, I do feel like this is a realistic conversation. Oh, this is absolutely That is very teenage conversation. It's very teenager. Like, this is absolutely how this conversation would go down between like a parental figure and a teenager who's just exploring romance for the first time. You know? Like, like, but he doesn't like like me, Grandma. Come on. And Grandma's like, are you blind? Like, yeah, of course he does. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Grandma, but he's like, I may be old, but I'm not stupid. (laughs) Yeah, like, I can tell that something is happening here. when a young man likes a young woman, like. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she does admit to her grandma that she went out to try to catch the, the, the man who has been stalking him, uh, to which she is very upset about that she's like ah you shouldn't do that super shouldn't do that yeah um like supernatural being or no if someone is stalking you don't fucking go try and like confront confront them them. no do not do that that. that is the most dangerous fucking thing you could do that person 
may want to, like, kill you for all you know. They may try to, like, kidnap you or assault you. Like, don't. Do not. Please do not. Um, but, uh, yeah, Betty rolls her, rolls her, Betty, oh my gosh, what are, what are words? Drives her Yes. Betty drives her to school. Sometimes you just. What are words anyway? Yeah, what are words? Sometimes I just forget what words are. It's fine. Yeah, Um, sometimes I just forget how to speak the only language I can speak. mm -hmm. It's it's fine. Betty Mm -hmm. drives her to school, and, uh, at school she has kind of a conversation with the secretary about the things in the town and this is where we we do start to learn that betty knows a little bit more than she's been letting on the well, secret- she sort of got the impression of yes because, like she keeps standing and watching at the window and stuff and you're just yeah. like what you doing betty and she's just like oh I just couldn't sleep <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> i'm just looking outside yeah yeah and you know she gave her the iron bracelet um but yeah. yes mrs mrs nix tells her that uh it's customary around here if you're superstitious to wear your coat inside out and she's like surprise betty hadn't told her to do this and um she goes why would you wear your coat inside out and um mrs nix is like well you know everyone's in denial but it's happening again what's it right um yeah and mrs nix being apparently the only helpful adult in this scenario accidentally yeah accidentally um, is like well like the, the pixies yeah like the the kidnappings and the pixies and everything and she's just like other people know about this and you're like yeah girl so many people know about this they're just mm-hmm. bull-faced lying oh yeah you. literally everyone around here knows about this um yeah but yes, everyone everyone but you apparently it's an old wives tale superstition that if you wear your coat inside out at night uh then the pixies can't get you and I yes. do just kind of like this the the these like little fairy tale details I'm I wouldn't yeah, yeah. be surprised if some of these actually did came from some actual, actual. lore. Yeah, like yeah. actual wives' tales. Actual <laughs> stuff that, yeah, that has been, that has gone around. Uh, yes, they do find the book. Uh, Ian, Ian has, oh no, Devin, sorry. Devin has this book that he got at the bookstore, no, sorry, at the library. And that's the one that you were talking about that uh, yeah. her, her okay. father had written in. He left her uh, some uh, warnings in this book, so it's very, like, it's sentimental to her. So she gets this book from Devin, um, and she wanted to have a look again about this quote he wrote about, Here There Be Tigers, um, Mm -hmm. which was written as, like, a positive, as an encouragement. Don't worry, here there be tigers. And she's like, what does that mean, I wonder? Yeah, she's like... That's incredibly cryptic of you, Father. Father, Father mine. <laughs> yes. Um, have we learned at this point that he's, in fact, her uh, stepfather and not her biological father? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it's I, somewhere around it here. It was somewhere around here. I don't remember at which point she mentions this, but it is revealed at some point that her dad, who raised her her entire life, is not her biological father. He is her stepfather, and this is going to be a detail that is important. Yes. Uh, Zara has kicked around the idea of just letting the Pixie King take her as his bride, and they're like, what the fuck? No, you can't do that. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. And honestly, I'm just like, that, that honestly does sound like it's a pretty decent solution, honestly. Like, yes, I understand that she might die if she has no fairy blood. That is a yeah. problem. But um, yeah. if she does have fairy blood, what would be... 
the big deal about becoming the fairy queen. That sounds cool. Yeah. Also, like, so, like, they keep talking about him like he's a human who lives by, like, human morality. Mm Mm-hmm. As if he's, like, choosing to be a murderer and isn't, like, magically compelled to feed on, like, virgin blood. And that's, like, this is just something, like, if he just, you know, chose not to, and he's like, I don't, like, so much of it's just, like, but we've already established that he is compelled to do this, like, does not have a choice without a pixie queen, is not wanting to do it on purpose. So, like, there's so much of this that just doesn't fucking work. Yeah, because, like, if the, like, honestly, the pixie king seems pretty chill to me, and we haven't interacted with him a lot yet, but I will say that uh, I think he just seems like he just wants to go back to living a normal-ass pixie life with his pixie queen and not being consumed by bloodlust. But she keeps talking about him like he's this horrible serial killer and like, well, how dare he do this? And I'm like, uh, do you not understand the concept of the supernatural and how, like, he has to? It seems pretty clearly established. Also, like, he's not... He's not human. I'm sorry, I'm not going to yell at a wolf for eating a fucking deer. Yeah, exactly. If he was a vampire, would you be like, well, he could choose just to not drink blood? I'm like, no, that's not, that's how this, that's not how this whole thing, this whole shtick works. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like kind of one of the parts of being a vampire is that you are contractually obligated to drink blood so you don't die. Like, mm-hmm. uh, We do find out that another kid has gone missing. His name is Jay Dalberg, and they're all like, oh shit, it's escalating. It's getting more. And you're more. like, yeah, if only we had a solution to this problem. Oh wait, we do. Yeah. We know what the solution is. <laughs> why, why is everyone acting like this is an unacceptable solution? Like, oh no, you have to marry a pixie king. But it's like, there's, there's no indication that like, that's a bad thing. Yeah, there's no indication that the uh, Pixie King mistreats his bride or anything. Yeah, or so, like that the Pixie King is like torturing his bride. Yeah, or there's nothing There's nothing indicating like, cool. that. Yeah, like there's no indication that anything bad happens to you if you become the Pixie Queen. Yeah. Like at all. There's no, there's never any point where it's like, and if you become the Pixie Queen, you'll be tortured for all eternity. Like that, that's not a thing. That's not a thing that that is ever talked about. Like, it's just like, uh, you'll become the Pixie Queen, and then everything's fine. Yeah, so, like, it always seems really weird when they're like, oh, you can't, you can't become the Pixie Queen because it's, it's terrible. But, like, what about it is terrible. That there's no indication as to why it's terrible. We're Mm -hmm. never told why it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, like, from a narrative point of view, it doesn't actually make sense that they're so vehemently opposed to this idea. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get it at all. So like, but he's a murderer. I'm like, no, he's an, like, he's a creature acting on his creature instincts. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it just, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Narratively, it doesn't make any sense because nothing's explained in a way to make me think that he's in the wrong, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Nick, Nick drives her home. They have a conversation about their feelings for each other where they admit that they like like each other, which is yeah, great, super cool. super yeah. care about that, super super great, um, super super something I care about when all this other shit is happening. Well, that's the other thing, right? Like the the romance between them is just like really poorly done. 
it's so like this book doesn't even feel like a teen romance most of the time it's like teen we have we are like in lust with each other yeah but they don't really have any chemistry that i can see yeah um, or like have any reason to find each other like endearing on any level yeah um they're about to kiss they're about to have their first kiss and her heart is racing. She's like, oh my god, this is actually happening. Holy shit. I'm gonna kiss him. And then he suddenly jolts back. His nostrils flare. And he looks around. And he suddenly is like, I have to go. And she's like, what? Why? Um, and they're, they're still in his car. And he's like, but they've parked, right? So he's like, you yeah. got just go, get in the car. Get in the house. Get in the house. I'll yeah. be back. I gotta go. Don't, don't leave. Don't leave. I gotta go deal with something. No. Zara, no self-preservation. It's just like, well, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. Um. She does go into the house, but she's like, like, kind of pacing, and she's like, uh, he's out there in the woods. He's probably fighting pixies. I should, like, I should do something. She's just like trying to figure out what she wants to do about this situation. Uh, what does she do? She gets onto the internet. And she types fight pixies into the search engine. Like, how do you fight? How to fight pixies? Google, please tell me. Yeah, hey Google, how do I fight pixies? How do I fight pixies? Um, And she finds out that they're weak to iron, which, of course, like, we already knew that, but we're we're lore-savvy readers. Yeah, but this is is news to her, and suddenly she's looking at her bracelet like, Hey, wait a fucking second. Hey, Graham, I'll bet you got something to fucking tell me. The answer mm-hmm. is yes. Yes, she does. And she won't because yeah. everyone in this story is stupid. Yeah, uh, she decides the fireplace poker is probably a pretty good bet. Uh, she calls the ambulance to ask for Betty to see if she can get contact Betty. Um, yeah. But Betty is un- unavailable. She is way out uh, helping with a logging incident. Uh, and the receptionist says that she'll be tied up for a good long while. So she is on her own. So she goes out to back outside to the mini, to, to the, that, that good old red mini Cooper. And while she's out there, wouldn't you know it, she hears the voice calling to her again. She hears, Zara, come to me from the woods. And she, as you do, as you do. and she's like, Nick, is that you? Like, of course it's not Nick. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, like, girl, why would this girl, ever be Nick? Like, th- come on. Of course on. it's not Nick. Zara. You know his voice. It ain't this shit. Like, like come on. Um, so she starts, like, talking to him, and she gets mad at him. Like, wh- enough with just calling my name. It's getting ridiculous. Like, that's gonna help. Yeah, like, he's gonna give a shit, you know. She starts running into the woods. I'm not really sure why. Which, again, no sense of self-preservation. All, obviously, she should have gone back inside. That's clearly what she should have done. Yes. Um, but now she is actually starting to to have a conversation with this pixie king, who says, almost there, Zara. Don't stop now. She still can't see him. She's just hearing this disembodied voice in the woods. Um, As you do. <laughs> and she says, how do you know my name? And he says, I've always known your name, princess. And, and that that's interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a choice of words. That's a choice of words, right? Uh, princess, mm-hmm. not queen. Uh, and he's di- he's just leading her. He's like, uh, come this way, and she's following it. I'm not really sure why he didn't just like make himself seen at this point. Uh, yeah, where, like 
what Honey, the... you could have just shown up at this point. Like, yeah, at this on. point, I think we're beyond the cat and mouse, like, follow my voice into the woods sort of thing. Yeah, like, man, just, like, fucking talk really like a normal-ass person. Yeah, dude, like, really. <laughs> you're, you're being weird. <laughs> um, But as... <laughs> I also like the way she talks to him. She's because she's gotten lost at this point, and so she yeah. like she's talking to the pixie, and she's like, "I'm lost. You you made me lost, and that is a super jerky thing to do." Which <laughs> okay, like, what the hell? That's, that's so. This is a stupid thing to say. That's a super jerky thing to do, Mister. How how dare you get me lost in the woods by making me follow me your voice? That's, that's rude. That's mean. Yeah, you're a big poopy face. This like, is that's actually, how it feels. It does feel like that. And this is actually a, like, a sticking point that she continually brings up later in the book where she's just like, and you got me lost that one time. And it's like, like a list that, of... Yeah, um, like, girl, uh, is that really that big of a deal? Really, like, I in don't the grand feel scope like, of things? Yeah, like, you kidnap young boys, and you did all these things, and you got me lost. <laughs> like, okay. And you're just like, are we are we five that this is the thing that we're going to be, like, this Super is the hell we're going to die on, huh? Yeah, sure, sure, okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, you, you uh, murder young boys, uh, teenage boys, and also you got me lost in the woods. And those are clearly of equivalent. Those are uh, clearly the same. Level of sin. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. She does remember, she's kind of having a panic attack at this moment, but she remembers Mrs. Nick saying that you should wear your coat inside out, so she does that. She turns it inside out, uh, and she hears a dog howl in the distance, like a wolf's howl. And so she's trying to figure out where to go, and she decides the best thing to do would be to follow the sound of that howl. Which, again, no sense of self-preservation. Like, like ah, okay. There's, there's wolves in the woods. Better uh, go in that direction. I should go towards the wolves. Uh, Zara? Sh- should you? Are you should sure you? about that? Uh, okay. Yeah, that sure is a choice you made. Girl, um, please. She does... An ounce of common sense. Doing this will. does get her home. Uh, and she does find a big-ass wolf injured in her grandma's yard. Yes. Yes. She finds this. It's got, it's been shot with an arrow. Um, and yeah, she's is, like, oh, no, poor doggy. I want to help. Yes, yeah, she's like, wow, what a really big dog. And you're like, this is clearly a wolf. This is clearly Zara, a wolf. Zara. Zara. Yeah, sense and, of self-preservation, you need to find it, please. And at one point she she's not. like, at one point she's like, well, wolves, I don't think wolves are that big. And I'm like, girl, do you know how big wolves are? Wolves are huge. Also, if it's that big, don't you think you'd be like, well, dogs aren't that big. Exactly. Like That would be my first thought would be, dogs aren't that big, this is a wolf. I'm going uh-huh. inside and locking the doors. Yeah, but it's hurt. And uh, as we know, she... Uh, has made it her mission in life to always help people. And also to make the most unsafe decision that she can for herself at any given moment. Yeah, she brings this injured wolf into the house. Uh, don't ever do that. No! No, do not do that. That's a stupid decision Uh that she has made. On top of all the other ones that she has made, where you're just like, why would you- why? Yeah. Why? Why would you think this is a good idea? And I- yeah, not, not an ounce of not common sense or self-preservation 
So he's just like, what is the worst decision I can make in any given scenario? And then proceeds to make it. Um, but uh, she tries to call a vet, but there's no answer. So instead, she calls her grandma, and she actually gets through to her grandma this time, and she explains that there is an injured giant dog, and that Nick is missing, and uh, her grandma's like, okay, okay, wait, wait, what? And she's like, okay, Nick isn't back, but there's a dog there? Mm-hmm, yep. I went looking yep. for Nick, and I found a dog. And uh, Betty is just like, okay, stay the fuck inside, please. It's like, I asked so little of you. I asked so little of you. One of the things I asked you to do was to stay inside, and I see that you have not done that again. Uh, and she kind of, like, walks her through how to, like, do some uh, emergency medical on this dog, how yeah. to, like, treat the wound, how to patch him up, which would not be a thing, probably, that a grandmother would recommend you do, uh, no. unless that grandmother knew something. And was proceeding to not tell you again. Uh, once again. Listen, this is not a, a hard twist to see coming. Like, I think when we read this, you and I were both like, oh, yeah, obviously Nick is the dog. Yeah, I mean, we got that from the time that we saw a dog attacking... The Pixie King in the field yeah. at the cafeteria in, like, chapter three. Yeah, so um, we're like, okay, Nick is a werewolf, and this is clearly Nick. Clearly Grandma knows that, otherwise she'd be like, you brought a wild, an injured wild wolf into the house, are you insane? But she does not yes. react like that, so clearly no. she knows. <laughs> so she walks her through how to patch up this uh, this wolf, and uh, and then they, they go to sleep. She does everything she can for the dog, and then she cuddles up with the dog, and goes to sleep. That is an insane yep. thing to do with a wild it sure is. animal. It sure is. <laughs> do not do that. Yeah, uh, you find you find uh, an injured wolf on your doorstep. You leave it there and call animal control. Exactly. And don't open your door and definitely don't bring it in. And, and definitely, definitely don't, don't cuddle, cuddle it, it if you do. <laughs> uh, but luckily, this wolf seems very friendly. It's it's a very friendly wild animal. And it wags yeah. its tail, which I will note, wolves do not do that. That is um, nope. a feature of domestication. Dogs do that. Wolves do not. Yeah. And then, like, she wakes up and, oh, the dog's gone. She does. Yeah, the dog has kind of disappeared. And she's like, oh, no, where did where did my where did my doggo go? Yeah, where's the poochie poo? You, wouldn't you know it? Nick shows up again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a coincidence. It, what a coincidence. And he's naked. Wow. Weird. What Isn't a that, That's strange. Um, yeah. But so she brings him inside and she's like, uh, well, you look like you're probably cold. Why don't you come in and uh, we'll get you. Oh, no. She he is inside. He is inside. Yeah. And she's like, he's well, inside. He he's naked. She's like. WTF, what is happening here? She's also like, how did you get in here? He's like, well, I came in through the door. And she's like, but I locked the doors. Hmm, isn't that weird? Yeah, isn't that weird? It's almost like you brought him in. Yeah, and she's like, where did the dog go? He's like, what dog? And she asks, well, why are you naked? And he's like, um, well... And it's like, buddy, at this point, I think you can just tell her. Like, I know, right? Uh, she does... At what point does she clue in? Like, because I'm surprised she hasn't yet. Yeah. Um, she clues in when she notices that he's hurt. And she finds out yeah. that he's hurt in the exact same place that the wolf had been hurt. And, and she's like, wow, that's 
super suspicious above everything else. Above everything else, that's suspicious. Yep. Finally, he tells her that he is a werewolf. And we're like, finally, finally, good lord. Yeah. Someone's like, telling the truth. Yeah. Yes. He's already healing because he has supernatural healing abilities. They call themselves shifter, shifters or wares. And yeah. not only is he a werewolf, but her grandma Betty is a were tiger. Which and we also learn about a few other people in town. Yes, Devin, uh, in fact, is a were hawk eagle eagle hawk? Eagle. eagle. I think it One was an eagle. Two. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And Mrs. Nix is a werebear. A werebear. That's right. Which is such a fun, like, amount of words. I'm a werebear. Yeah, uh, this whole, like, thing is, like, basically almost everyone in town is some kind of were-creature of some uh, variety. Izzy, Izzy is not. Izzy is not. Izzy's just a normie, which, yeah. that's fine. Uh, she's, yeah. like, we still love Izzy, even if she can't yeah. turn into an animal, that's okay. Yeah, and then we just, like, learned, like, yeah, everyone knew everything except for you we've just been keeping this from you yeah well i mean izzy and devon knew about the wares but they didn't know about the fairies so they were at least like yeah, keeping her weren't. abreast keeping her abreast of their investigation into the pixies as they investigated it but they yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. tell her about how almost everyone in town is a were or a shifter <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm like okay but that's cool didn't they like don't they have a conversation where she's like why didn't she tell me or something yeah, and he's like, I didn't know how to tell you, and I was trying to protect you. And also, like, he tells her that um, he has been like trying to deal with the pixies. Like, it's a like it's a it's a an ancient feud between the wares and the pixies, and yeah. um, he is like a protector of this area who has yeah. is is trying to fight off the pixie king. Yeah, which is like. Uh, yeah okay sure i guess but like again we've already established that like all you need to get the pixie king to piss off is for him to have a queen yes so again the most obvious solution right there right there right there yeah i feel like if like okay if you could have some kind of like magic spell and or technology that could test for pixie blood in people then you would have the problem solved because you still you still run into the kissing you could kill you if you don't have pixie blood. But yeah. if you could like test for that somehow, and I don't see why there wouldn't be like a magic spell they could do to find out, th- then I see no problem. There's literally no problem. Do you know how many people would like jump at the chance to become a supernatural queen? Right. Like you have no problem. Just invent a way to find out who has pixie blood. Right. And then you go, all right, here are your candidates who, like, maybe ask them on a date for once. Yeah. Uh, And find out, like, which one. If you're compatible. Yeah. This is a non-issue. It's fine. She and Nick have their first kiss now. Um, And I think at this point they're officially dating. Congrats. And I feel like. Uh, we we are a podcast about adult like an erotic content, and this is like pretty much the only real uh, c- c- close to an erotic scene in this book because we do have some smooching, some kissing. Um, yeah, we were both expecting this to be a lot more like the Forbidden Game. Yeah, uh, it's like this like uh, dark seduction kind exactly. of exactly like the Pixie King of like the 
the young woman and the will they won't they and he's a villain but she kind of wants him anyway and yeah no. no we just get this one kissy kissy scene with the aggro werewolf boyfriend yeah also uh, i would like to note that basically all of his shitty interactions with her after this point is basically like well you know it that's just his werewolf nature to be really like aggressive and growly and scary and mean yeah, and, and again... And I, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I, I have seen that done better than this. Like, the, yes. the fantasy of, like, the, the whole reason werewolves are a popular, like, supernatural romance creature is because you get to explore that idea of a very aggressive, dominant oh, yeah. partner. And that can be hot. Uh, this is not done well. No. No, because, again, it just, like, it ends up feeling like it's just them excusing him treating her badly yeah i mean it comes back to the to the same discussion we've had before about like why we're both super into julian but hated tom and i feel like it's like it's that same reasoning again it's like i could be into an aggro werewolf boyfriend if it what didn't feel like the story was giving Once, excuses, it, yeah, it's trying to excuse it. Yeah, like it's trying to excuse him being abusive. Like presenting this, with, yeah, presenting yeah. this like it's fine. Actually, yeah, uh, no, like it, it's good that, that he's he's yeah, like it's good that he's growly and kind of shitty to you. Like, no, it's not. No, it fucking isn't. And like, it's not hot to me if it's presented as like, no, no, this behavior good. Uh, mm-hmm. because I'm like, but it, it isn't, it isn't good. He's just being, like, shitty and abusive. Like, he's a bad boyfriend. This isn't the fantasy of, oh, I have, like, a growly, overprotective boyfriend. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's not really appropriate that he's being like this. Or, like, where she's, like, really into him being growly. Because she's not. She's scared of him being growly. And it's never shown as her, like, enjoying it. And it's never show, and like it's always excused as like, no, this is like just how he is. It's it's fine actually. It's not his fault. He's like this. And it's like, yeah, it fucking is. Yeah, and I don't like it. We also get this detail of that like Nick lives alone because his parents are on the, on a like an extended work trip. Uh, we get this reveal now that the real reason they went on this extended wolf trip is because Nick and his father are both alphas, and they could not, and since he's been in, going through puberty, they could not live in the same house anymore. Which, who, <laughs> Kay? Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's real something. That is sure, that sure is. Um... And I get that this is trying to go off of, like, that one debunked wolf study that everybody knows about. Yeah. Where we thought that wolves actually had, like, alphas and etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's trying... Yeah, the pecking order. And it's trying to apply those ideas to these characters. Um, And again, it's not that this can't be done well... But oh, I've read it done well. It's always I've, really hot. Yeah, I've read it done well and very sexy. This is not that. It feels too much like excusing real, actual abusive tendencies rather than exploring yeah. a, a rough sex fantasy. Yeah. 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 And like, that—that that is... It's, it's the same beef that I had with Tom in The Forbidden Game. Mm-hmm. It just feels so, oh, boys will be boys kind of thing. Where, like, it just feels like it's hand-waving bad behavior without acknowledging that it's bad behavior. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, oh, it's fine that he scares you and gets really aggressive because, you know, it's just because he loves you. And I'm like, God damn it, that's like, oh, it, you know, what did you do to make him hit you? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it feels like, like that. I, and I, like I it, super don't love it. Yeah, and it just, it's so uncomfortable to read because I'm like, it just feels so much like all the bullshit people say to, like, victims of abuse of, like, well, what did you do to piss him off? It's, it's, uh, not great messaging. And again, uh, this is the And it's not the only time this happens in this book where the author tries to make something seem okay that really just fucking isn't. Well, that's the thing, right, is that it's not like this is written like he's the the sinister bad boy that she's conflicted about liking which no, he's would make this more fine boy. he's the yeah. sweet good boy that we're supposed to be rooting for and i just i just don't get i guess why? what why um what the author was really going for here because it's not working no. whatever it is no because like it just it, it doesn't come off as like oh i'm reading about you know the the bad boy with a heart of gold it's the person everyone's saying is so good who beats you behind the closed door like exactly that's just that's just how that fucking comes across yeah and it just reminds me so much of like the way again the way like people who are victims of like domestic violence are often like talked to you with like oh but he seemed like such a nice guy yeah he's the he's the captain of the football team and everyone loves him don't you know yeah, he's he's really a nice guy once you get past, you know, his Everything growling about and aggressive nature. Yeah. And I'm just like, I hate this. I, mm. like, and this is the thing, right? Okay, so, like, I write a lot of, like, non-con and stuff, and it's shit like this that I find way more squicky yeah. and, like, triggering than anything I've ever written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, precisely. I fully agree. I found him very uncomfortable to read. Um, Yeah, like, every time they have a scene together, I'm just like, can you shut up? Like, my god, I don't want you here. You're terrible. Also, even when he's not being, being, like, blatantly awful, uh, I just get no chemistry from them. There's just absolutely nada. There's nothing in any of their, like, interactions that convinces me that they are attracted to each other. It feels very... He was... A boy and she was a girl can i make it any more obvious and the answer is yes you could have by giving them some fucking chemistry yeah and uh and there just super isn't any and like i think a part of that too and we like touched upon this a little bit is that this book doesn't really seem to know what it wants to be it like it's like it's trying to be too many things at once and it's not doing any of them well but yeah okay so the next thing that happens is the cops show up she talks to them about what's going on betty comes home and Betty's all set to, like, continue the ruse. Like, I don't know what werewolves are, but Nick is like, no, no, she, she knows. She's in the know. You can, we can talk about this in front of her now. It's fine. Um, yeah. Fine, whatever. Which, infuriating that it's happening this late in the book. Yeah, right. Uh, we're at the 65% mark, so why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and she finds a, 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 a note hidden in a book from her her stepfather that uh, gives us another exposition dump. So the note says, if you have found this, it means that the need is back. He says he doesn't want the need. He says he fights against it. And I'd like to believe it, but does it even matter? 
When he loses control over his need, he loses control over his court, and they demand blood and soul to satisfy their cravings. Cravings that they have when the king comes of age and needs a queen. Mom, you know why we ran. I could only let her sacrifice so much, and his anger at our deal was so great. We were afraid to trust. I am so sorry it was not enough. Okay, so, um, we get a bit of that, and I'm just like, once again, I do not understand why the Pixie King is the bad guy here. Like, the Pixie King's like, hey, I don't actually like the thing where we all go crazy every however many years and do this this killing thing. So, like, if you could be my queen, that'd be great. That'd so be I could super stop. great. And then they're like, yeah, we'll do this deal with you. And then they, like, reneged on it. Yeah! Because it's too much of a sacrifice. Yeah, it's, it just does, it does not make any sense to me. And, um, like, we, we will find later that he's been like, yeah, I've been trying to, like, hold this off for as long as I can, and I'm physically unable to do so anymore. Yep. And, like, the whole thing is infuriating, because I'm just like, no, I feel like y'all y'all are in the wrong here, actually, and that your moral stance is stupid and shitty, and doesn't actually make any sense. No, it makes no fucking sense. Um, so the next thing we get is this scene where Betty has had to leave and she's there with Nick and the the pixies are coming. They're coming to the house and they're attacking. Yeah. Nick basically tells her, like, grab a knife, uh, let's, like, close and lock all the doors. And, and she's like, what, can't they just break in? And he's like, no, they need to be invited in. Uh, once yeah. again, very vampiric of them. Uh, Nick is with her, so she's like, well, why don't you, like, turn into a wolf, like a werewolf, and uh, and fight them? And he's like, but I don't want to scare you. And she's like, I'm already scared. Yeah, like, bro, we've passed that, yeah, that line long, having a long wolf, ago. Having a wolf on my side would go a long way to making me less scared, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, like, being all, like, self-conscious of, like, but what if you don't like me? And you're just like, that is a stupid reason not to give yourself all the advantages that you can. Yeah. But okay. Sure. But he, he does, eventually, she convinces him to go wolf mode. So he turns into a wolf, and there is a knock at the door, and she hears a voice saying, Zara, let me in. And, uh, Nick positions himself between her and the door. Um... And, and the voice starts to sound like her her dead stepfather. That's right. Her, the the voice starts to sound like her dead stepfather. And this is like I think probably the most actually emotionally hitting scene in the whole book. Like this was yes, this I is actually, really the only one that like hits super fucking hard. Oh yeah, I thought this scene did hit very hard, and um, of like he, her wanting so desperately for her dad to be behind that door. Yeah, for her dad to be and alive knowing again. That, like, yeah, like, and knowing that her father is, in fact, dead. Yeah. And how, and, like, that no matter how much she wants him to be behind that door, he isn't behind that door. But, like, the, the, the sort of, like, the siren call of, like, being offered something she so desperately wants. Exactly. Um, his voice sounds like her, her dad, and she's uh, talking with him. She's like, no, you're not really my dad. My dad is dead. And he's like, no, no, just let me in and I'll explain. And it's very emotionally harrowing um yeah and nick is there and he's like shaking his head and growling and baring his teeth and being like uh uh not not a chance but we, i would also like to point out that they are inside the house they are but inside they can only, 
Yeah, they cannot get inside her bedroom door, but they are inside the house. That's right, so because, because that appara- sink in. apparently her, or this guy, the Pixie King, has been here before, so he's and has ha- been he has, invited in before. Yeah, he has access to the lower uh, levels of the house, Level. but he doesn't have yeah. access to her bedroom. So she yeah. and Nick are holed up in the bedroom. And she's talking to him, and she's like, no, she has to be strong. She's not going to let him in. Though eventually when he realizes it's not going to work, he's not going to be able to trick her, uh, the Pixie King flies into an absolute rage and just starts, like, trashing the place downstairs. Yep. Um, And she uh, just, like, sobs and clutches to a stuffed animal and uh, just bunkers down until the Pixies eventually go away. Yep. And uh, she eventually wakes up. Uh, Nick is there with her. He's no longer in wolf form. And they just have, uh, like, an absolutely trashed house. Yep. She decides that, like, okay, they still have to wait for Betty to get back. Uh, We better clean it up before she gets back. So, like, and that's, like, wild to me. I'm like, why would you think you'd be in trouble if, if... if you don't clean up this mess before Betty yeah. gets back. Um, like, okay. I'm pretty sure Betty's just going to be like, oh, thank God you are fine. Yeah, <laughs> right? You were just attacked by pixies. Yeah, um, like, she'd be like, those bastards ruined my living room. I'm going to kick their ass. Like, she's not going to be upset at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Children. Yeah. Uh, fucking children. It's fine. So they they tidy up. They make some food. And they talk a little bit more about what to do about this pixie problem. Um, there is just so much sitting around talking in this book. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. feel like this could have been halved in length by just, like, trimming down some of these absolutely extraneous scenes. A little less exposition, a little more shit happening. Yes. Um, and just... Yeah, like, there's a lot of scenes where you just sort of feel like you're just, you're like, you, you could have learned all of this in the last scene. Like, you didn't have to break it into, like, five different scenes. No, exactly. It's just, like, so, there's so much superfluous nonsense in here. Um, she talks about, like, oh, what if I did become the pixie queen? And he's, like, absolutely pissed off at that very suggestion. Like, I won't let you. You'll never be the pixie queen. Um, he gets aggressive really aggro with her about as, it. Very yeah. aggro about it. And like as we, we learned that like the the reason that Devin uh, is in a wheelchair is because he was attacked by pixies. But That's like he's right. also healing and will walk again. Yeah, um, he has been healing a lot faster than doctors expected him to because he is also aware. But he's just like no, like pixies are evil and they, there's nothing good about them, and I won't let you know you sacrifice yourself to these fucking demons. And you're just like. I, I feel I feel like maybe there are some biased feelings happening on the side of the werewolf characters. Perhaps, maybe, perhaps. There's another kissing scene. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Is this a kissing book? I. They're not even good kissing scenes because they have no chemistry. They're not, and like just the way she talks about it is so juvenile. Like, okay, listen to this. We kiss for a long time, a good long time. I don't even notice that it's cold and I forget to be afraid because that's just how good a kisser he is. His lips move above my lips. My lips ache for the touch of him, the softness of his skin. We keep kissing. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I have a lot of notes about how this is written. Uh-huh. I get absolutely no sensuality from any of that. No. The... 
No. Uh, well, like, they should, like, the author might have just been like, we pressed our lips against each other. His skin was warm. My skin was warm. Yeah. Even though it was cold out. Like, uh, like I, it, it's, I, it's not, it does not feel all that exciting to me personally. No, I don't get an ounce of actual eroticism, eroticism from that. Like, it's just like this blow by blow. Like, this could be in list form. Yeah. We kissed for a yeah. long time. Lips against lips. Not cold. I I don't. Yep. I I just um. It's like there's no like emotion behind it. No. There's no like her body's trembling, or like it's like stirring something in her, or like it made her feel you know breathless with excitement. No, none of those things. And considering how incredibly sensually written the kissing scenes in the Forbidden Game are, um. Oh. Like yeah. this is like so nothing. It's so yeah. milk toast. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like the the kissing scenes in the Forbidden Game are dripping with sensuality. They are. To the point where you're just like, where you almost feel like you just watched like something obscene. Yeah, <laughs> like they feel like they're sex scenes. They they feel yes, more they do. They like read, they read like an erotic. They scene. do. They feel like they're an erotic scene when even when they're just kisses. But like that just feels like a big fat nothing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't get any any emotion from it Mm-mm. whatsoever. I'm like that's every scene with them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's no eroticism. There's no real sense of like why they're so attracted to each other. It's just like, well, of course we are. He has good hair, don't you know? Yeah. He was again. He was a boy. She was a girl. What more do you need? Yeah. He has a dick. She has a pussy. Like. <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. Well, I mean, we'll never actually know that. We could definitely headcanon otherwise, because we... I mean, I'd love to headcanon otherwise. Yeah, but do you want to waste a good... It would at least make it somewhat interesting. Do you want to waste a good headcanon on this book? No, (laughs) you're right. I I mean, the amount of headcanoning I would have to do to... To make this a good book? book. Um, But this is where... So they get get separated here, because uh, out of nowhere, Pixies attack! And there's there's just arms yanking at both of them. They're pulling them apart, and um, she gets like conked on the head, and she blacks out. And anyone who has watched anyone debunk uh, the medical mm. information on how that works in reality will know that she would probably just wake up throwing up later. Oh yeah, like um, at, with a huge concussion and not be able to like think yeah being knocked out is not not at all like it is in media yeah like if you get hit hard enough to lose consciousness you aren't waking up after being all like oh i have a bit of a headache but i'm fine Mm -hmm. like no you're gonna need a hospital and are probably going to like need several weeks to recover if not months yeah exactly if not years. but uh but it's like, fine like uh lots yeah it's fine lots of things do the uh the knockout completely wrong um i'm not too mad at that nah it's one of those tropes that i'm just kind of like when i when i see it i'm just like Ha-ha! i know this is incorrect but like it is fun to have in a book or a story oh yeah i mean same thing with like the chloroform rag right like Mm, mm-hmm. Super doesn't work like that, but okay, that's fine. Uh, it's a trope. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's a trope. It's fun. This is the fictionalized version of yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and yeah. she wakes up in a, a vacant, cold room with just an air mattress on the floor. She's locked in. She doesn't know where she is. Yeah, she's like, ooh, I am frightened. 
And what is happening? I have been properly menaced. Yes, properly menaced, yes. Um, and the we get this reveal here that it was mm-hmm. Ian! Ian who kidnapped her! <laughs> Ian who is not the Pixie King! Even though that would have been interesting. Just, yeah, wouldn't that have been a reveal? Uh, but, like, no, he is just a pixie, he is a pixie who is trying to usurp power from the Pixie King by taking her as his That's queen. right. So, so kind of how this works is that whoever gets the bride-to-be becomes the next king, which also doesn't fucking make any sense to me. Yeah, it's like it's sort of like if they have a bride, they're, they're stronger as a pixie. And so then they can, like, take the power and usurp it or whatever. But, but like, that... it's not really explained well or makes much sense. Like, any bride? But are we talking, like, they need a human bride? But then they turn the human into a pixie. Know. So it's like any pixie that's in a relationship is suddenly more powerful? Like, I don't understand how this works. Yeah, me either. And why... Okay, so she's not the pixie queen. We presumably think that the pixie is trying to make her his pixie queen, but she is currently not. So I don't see how another pixie turning her, like... Well, I guess having a queen, whether it's, like, the main queen or not, like, if you are a pixie with a queen, you are just instantly stronger. Sure, but why does why a, does Ian need her, then? Uh, why couldn't he just grab any other girl? Does he even explain why? No! Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, the, I, so I that, tell you... I don't know why I asked that. I should have known that would be the answer, because that's always the answer. I tell you, this book's lore makes no freaking sense. Like, it's so... Well, especially since none of it's ever explained. No! And you're just supposed to roll with it. But you're like, okay, but like, why is it this way? It's also... Does the author explain why? No. It's also wild that so much of it is never explained, considering how much of the lore is communicated through giant information dumps. Like... Yes. I feel like for something that has so much exposition, this should be properly explained. But it is not, in fact. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, like, dedicate whole chapters to exposition... The least you could do is explain how any of this makes any fucking sense. It never is, and I don't know if that's because the author just was like, I don't know how to make this make sense. Uh, I'm going to hand wave by going, it's magic. Or if it was just like the author just straight up didn't fucking think about it and didn't think it would matter. I think think it's a combination of those two things, yeah. I think this author uh, really didn't know how to set up. Had an idea and then was like, oh, uh, you know, no one's going to think about this. You don't need to think too hard. It's, you know, it's fiction. Right, it's, for te- it's for teens, so they're probably not going to yeah, notice. Yeah, it's for teens. So it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if there are huge gaping plot holes that make this entire story not make sense. The kids don't care. Yes, they do. I mean, to be fair, I think that, uh, I, I don't, I mean, most I don't remember probably. if I cared when I originally wrote this. I mean, I probably wouldn't have at the... Okay, yeah. I guess if I were, like, 12 or 13 or something and I was reading this book, the the, the logical fallacies here probably wouldn't hit me. Um, but, like, if I were an 18-year-old reading this book, I'd be like, but, wait, <laughs> why? Yeah. Why is this necessary? Right. And the answer is... You want to know? Well, too bad. Yeah. Figure it out yourself. Make it up. Make, make it up. I, I don't know. Uh, you do the heavy lifting. Uh, I yeah, can't be what fucked. Do you, what do you think this is? My own world building? Shut up. 
Like, God, it's it really just is a little bit of a disaster. And I mean, yeah, that may be just a part of it of, like, it's it's young adult, so they, they're like, eh, they're not gonna care. We don't need to explain that hard, because, you know, it's a story about pixies. Exactly. Uh, but like, uh, I'm like, there's a certain level where, like, just the, the plot kind of falls apart. It so falls apart. Because nothing's ever explained. Um, yeah. So, Ian kind of explains that the reason Megan had been so immediately aggro uh, with her and the reason he really liked her was because they can all, like, tell that she's supposed to be the queen and... Or that she has, like, fey blood or whatever. Yeah, uh, she definitely does have fey blood and she's, like, fated to be the pixie queen, so that's... And she's like, well, this is news to me. Yes. However, we do also get a reveal here that it is not actually that she is supposed to be the Pixie Queen. It's that her mother was supposed to be the Pixie Queen. Mm-hmm. And that she is not, in fact, being... The, the Pixie King is not trying yeah. to seduce her. He's actually he's, after her mother. Yeah, and he's just like, I just want to reconnect with my daughter. Yes, she is the daughter of the Pixie King, which makes... All of the previous, the whole, like, bulk of the book where it's like, oh, he's trying to seduce you and all this stuff. Like, super incesty. Yeah, and then it, until it's explained, like, oh, no, he doesn't want you as his queen. And then you're like, what? So what the fuck was the point of the first half of the book? Yeah, because, like, okay. that was the whole premise of the first half of the book was that he wanted her to be his pixie queen and then we get to this point it's like oh no he doesn't want you he wants your mom he wants to use you to lure her in and i'm like okay that's like great but like that was not the premise we were dealing with for the entirety of the book up until this point yeah and like the especially if you like us are a reader that is here for this kind of like fucky seduction shit what a wild what a wild reveal actually um like oh yeah this book isn't even about you we don't like pixie king doesn't give a shit about you oh yeah and then i'm I'm like i'm glad that i was sold on the idea that that was what this book was about it's such a bait and and then you read the book and it yeah and it's like that's not what this book is about at all also uh makes it way less interesting as a story do you know what would have been a more interesting story her mom's story her mom's story yeah. from back when she had originally made a deal with the Pixie King to become his queen and then, like, fucked yeah. off on him. Like, all that that went down, that would have made a more interesting story than this shit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. Like, holy shit. Yeah, no, this book infuriates me on so many levels. <laughs> it's such a stupid... Okay, so we, we learned that her mother had agreed to become the Pixie King's bride... Um, to stop all the killing. To stop all the killing. Yes, however many years ago. Um, but then got cold feet and fucked off on him to go marry that the other guy, Zara's yeah, stepdad. Her, 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 yeah, her stepdad. Yeah. And that, like... So this raises so many questions. Clearly, mm-hmm. she and the Pixie King had sex. Yeah. Um, because... They had a child together. Yeah, but uh, she did not get turned into a pixie, which tells me that... Which means he, she was not kissed. She, he didn't now, kiss her. Um, now, like, let me let me ask you listeners, okay? okay? 
If you were a pixie king who's like, I have to turn a woman into my pixie queen so that I can stop all the killing, um, would you not do that before you had the sex? Yeah, so that's the thing, right? It's not that it's impossible to have sex without kissing someone, obviously. It just doesn't it just narratively doesn't, make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. If the whole point of this is, like, you have to have your, like, pixie-turned bride... Um, yeah, why would you have, like, why would, why you, would you not Why would you have part? sex with her before you kiss her? Like, that does, makes no yeah, logical sense that doesn't sense actually, yeah, like, that makes no sense. No um, sense. But, but, okay, fine. Um, I guess. I guess. My, my other question is, okay, so, uh, and this is, like, skipping ahead a little bit, because this is something that her m- grandmother tells her about about this because she confronts yeah. her about it uh grandma betty and nick come and rescue her yeah she escapes before she gets kissed nick is all like did he kiss you blah, 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 yeah, yeah yeah uh being super aggro about it and i think nick does kill ian here um yeah it's it's either nick or betty i'm nick not or sure betty. Which one of them oh it might have been betty actually it, i think it was betty uh but yeah betty goes all goes all uh protective yeah protective grandma wear tiger yes yeah um Kill, kills Ian's ass. Once again, I would argue that Ian is a completely superfluous character that did not need to be in this book, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but, like, Betty explains to her kind of more of the history of her mom and the Pixie King, and she, like, Zara point blank says, oh, so I'm the product of rape? And Betty answers, no, your mother agreed to do it, so it was consensual. Which I have oh, some fucking problems fucking with shit. that. Oh, so many. Let's get into that for a uh-huh, minute, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the fact that, like, this entire narrative, like, oh, yeah, your mother felt forced to have sex with him so he would stop committing murders, but it's consensual because she said yes. That's not how consent fucking works. Um, yeah, I have some serious issues with that. I would have accepted her grandma to say something like, well, it's more complicated than that. Or like... But just straight up, no, it was consensual. I'm like, um... Like, no, it wasn't. You cannot consent in that environment. Yeah, I don't love that as a message. If someone is holding a gun to your head and they're like, have sex with me or die, that's not actually much of a choice, is it? You're not able to give consent because your life is in danger. Or, like, more to this example, if someone's holding a gun to somebody else's head and saying, have sex with me or I'll kill that person, um, that's... Again, (sighs) that's not consent. No, no, it's not. (laughs) You're not able Um, to give consent in that situation. Yeah, that is wild. Um... And, like, the author, multiple times throughout this story, like, full chest out seems to fully believe that they're, like, like, no, no, it, it was, it's fine, actually. <clears throat> um, like, does this a lot. She does this with Nick, she does this with this. Yes. Where it's like, but it, it's fine, really, no. Like, like, look, if I think you'll see, if you look closely, that this behavior it isn't actually that bad. And it's like, no, you needed to just accept that you wrote yourself a character who was conceived under duress. Yes. And not try to hand wave that like it was, you know, it's fine actually. No, it's not. It's not fine. <laughs> um, this also raises more lore questions to me because okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she agreed to have sex with him to stop the killing. Yep, yep. That would imply to me that it's not the marriage part that is the part that's important. It's the sex part. So now I have more follow-up questions. Um, does the effect of, like, making his need to drink blood go away, does that, is that something that needs to be renewed? Like, you have to have sex at least once a month or something? Um, because the effect the positive effect went away after her mom fucking left. So that says... Yeah, and he's been, like, holding off. Well, because, like, he never actually got to claim her yeah. as his queen. Right, but, like, so what if you that, were... And then what if she was his queen but not putting out? Like, yeah, I just... But then it's like... It's like, okay, so he had... He almost had a queen. And then, again, this is my issue of, like, if the important part is turning her into his queen. Why didn't he do by that? By turning her into a fairy. Why would you have sex before doing that first? Since that seems more important. Also, if it's not... If the sex isn't the thing that assuages his need, um, and yeah. it is the having a fairy bride part, uh, yeah. why did she agree to have sex with him before they got married? Also that! What, like, I don't even understand why. Like, she clearly didn't right? want to, like, so why... Why would you, like if you're gonna be like okay yeah why would you have yeah like why would you do why the would sex you have premarital sex with him yeah like that yeah. makes no sense I'm sorry none of this no makes sense. any sense no and that's the thing like this whole plot falls apart with this so quickly right? so quickly does this all just fall to pieces and not make any sense we're like yeah we're like suddenly none of the lore makes sense mm -hmm. none of it the the reasoning that people are doing thing things no longer make sense yeah and it's like okay so she didn't actually want to be his queen but she agreed to be his queen and then she and had sex with him before becoming his queen for reasons yeah for like why would you do that like if you don't want to be his queen i would think having sex with him would be a bit of a dangerous uh deal to be doing since people generally kiss while having sex, although apparently they didn't. Yeah, and okay, so she didn't want to be his queen, but she agreed to do it anyways. You would think that the next step would be, like, the ceremony and then the kiss and then the sex. So why did the sex yes. happen before the other things? That's what I want to know, but we never get an answer to that because none of this makes any fucking no, sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. Oh my gosh. There's just, like, uh. giant potholes. And, like, so the author much. really wrote themselves into, like, a giant plot hole mess that cannot be fixed yeah. at this point. Yeah. There's no way to fix this. And, like, the other thing is, right, okay, so they're like, oh, but, like, she didn't want to be, you know, with a murderer or whatever. And you're like, okay, but, like, we've already established that he also did not want to be murdering, that's why he wanted a pixie queen. Yeah. So, like, you're dealing with someone who is compelled by their nature to feed on people this person is not human, so has, like, again, it's like telling a wolf, like, well, you can't eat deer because I think that's bad. And then being like, oh, well, if I, like, become your pixie queen, uh, all the killing will stop, that's good. And then being like, oh, but I don't actually want to be your pixie queen, so I'm gonna fuck off and let this problem continue. Yeah. And then also call you the fucking villain when you're like, hey, you reneged on our deal. Mm-hmm. And treat you like you're a human murderer rather than a supernatural being compelled to feed on blood. Yeah, like, like the um, the projection of human morality onto this very, like, inhuman supernatural 
creature is very strange but also it's not it's not even a question of morality right because it's isn't something he is able to control it's like no but they do like talk to him like he should be able to and he's already and it's established multiple times where he's like i can't control it Mm -hmm. and they're like well you need to try this is your fault if if you hadn't been such a terrible murderer and he's like i literally want to not be a murderer that is my whole yeah anyways again it's like if you went to like a wolf where you're like have you just tried not eating meat and they're like i'm a carnivore yeah but like i think i think you'll find if you just try not to eat meat that you can become a herbivore and the wolf is like, okay, but I... I can't, I, though. I'm a carnivore. Like, my body needs this, and, actually. Yeah. Uh, and you being like, okay, but humans are able to not eat meat, so you, as a wolf, should also be able to not eat meat. And, like, that's not how that works. You're not the same fucking species. Mm-hmm. Like, shut up. Yeah. Uh, All these so, characters piss me off. Except for you, Izzy. You can stay. And Devin, Devin's too. Devin and Izzy are good. So, so they they take her to the hospital because she has a like a concussion, and yeah. I think she got a couple other injuries. Whatever, yeah. she's recovering in the yeah. hospital. They have a couple more conversations about the lore, about uh, Zara's mom and their history. Um, it comes out like it is revealed to everybody that she is the daughter of the Pixie King, and Nick flies absolutely off the rails about this. He gets very angry, and oh yeah, it's all like growling in her face and pissed off. And, oh like, yeah, acting, like she lied to him, which is like and tried to deceive oh. him. Which I'm like, buddy, I don't think you have any room to judge on that. First of all, and also she just fucking found out like five minutes ago. Calm down. Also, uh, he like runs off like in a piss like a uh, fucking. Just has a little temper tantrum and runs off. Yeah. And Devin is like, I should go after him. He's dangerous when he gets like this. I'm like, huh, okay, cool. Yeah, okay, this is, this is, uh, this is the main love interest. Huh, huh? that's sure fun. Okay. okay. And again, it's like played off like, oh, well, it's not his fault because, you know, he's part wolf. Because he's a werewolf. Yeah. (sighs) And it's like, okay. But it, it's not his fault that he gets, he flies off the handle and becomes dangerous to everyone around him when he's upset. But it is the fault of the Pixie King if he has to feed on blood. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Nick is not to blame, but the Pixie no, King no. definitely Nick is. Nick is, is, is innocent and, and uh, ruled by his, by his instincts as a werewolf, but the Pixie King is choosing to follow his instincts as a pixie. Uh, that makes him a bad yeah, person. Yeah, this all makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's definitely no double standards here. And no plot holes. And no plot holes. Um, if you see one, no, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, whatever. Um, Zara comes up with a plan to defeat the it- Pixies and to rescue the boy um, who has gone missing, but not before her mom shows up because her grandma's been calling her mom to be like, hey, this is the situation. We find out that a large part of the reason that her mom sent her here was not just because she was sad and depressed, but also because her the Pixie King had like started showing up and she was like, I need to send her to her grandmother who can protect her because she is a were-tiger. Which I need to remind the listener that this town in maine is the pixies territory and where they are the most strong so i don't think that made any sense either no you're like why wouldn't you have 
grandma come here come there exactly further away from the pixie king you're like ah i know how i can protect her by sending her to where the pixie king lives and has the most power yeah um that makes sense (laughs) sure like everything else in this book (laughs) again i feel like the author had some ideas and did not know what to do with them and then just made this yeah oh boy oh boy but okay let's uh we got we got the big climax left and then and then that's it so zara zara has an idea for how to deal with the pixie king how to defeat him finally um and it involves her and her mom uh going in there going into the like the pixie king's manor and basically giving themselves up and like luring him into a ruse uh much like her mother did all those years ago um and i'm just like i don't i don't feel like this is correct (laughs) i feel like i don't feel like this is the correct choice i feel bad for the pixie king honestly i feel like he is he is the victim here he's the like hey i'd like to not be a monster and they're like Oh, but you are a monster, and there's nothing you can do about that, so we're just gonna fucking kill you. And he's like, there is something that can be done about that, actually. It's what I've been trying to tell you this whole time. And they're like, no, that's not acceptable, because that means someone has to, like, marry you and spend their life with you, and you're you're just a monster, so... Uh, Yeah. ...who who kills innocent boys, and I'm just like... Okay. But he just established that he doesn't like doing that that and is trying to avoid having to do that. What? What? Yeah. (laughs) Nothing makes sense in this story. Um, Yeah. So Zara uh, goes out and finds the Pixie King, has a conversation with him. He honestly seems nice. He seems fine. Yeah. 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 He's like really like sweet to her. He's like, oh, I finally got to meet my daughter, basically. Yeah, he's like, um, uh, you've grown up so much. You've grown into a, a good young woman. Like, I'd really love... You're beautiful, like your mother kind of yeah, thing. Like, I'd... it's so nice to see that you've, like, you know, how, how well you're doing. He's like, I'd love to have this life with your mother and you and me. It would just come back to my manor. Everything will be great. Um, and sh- Yeah, we can be, like, a family. Yeah. Which is what I wanted to begin with. <laughs> I'm like i really don't understand why he's the story's villain like i don't get it yeah yeah and they're like oh and like and like there's a point where he's just like you realize if you kill me that like the next person who becomes pixie king because there will be a next person who comes pixie king may not have so many like morals uh feelings like at, may not have any moral feelings about killing young men for blood like they may just be perfectly fine with that and may go on like a killing spree whereas i actually give a shit and again i'm like i believe that yeah man i believe that is indeed the plot of the next of of book two is that a new guy comes in as the pixie king and she has to fight him uh so i'm like Mm. yeah the you just like what if (laughs) you could have fucking avoided this whole thing yeah and like also had like Family 2.0. And here's the thing. We never get any indication that these nice things the Pixie King is saying are lies. Like, maybe if we had some kind of, like, understanding that he's just manipulating her, that he's lying and he's really going to torture them or something. But no, like, there is absolutely no reason to believe that he's not being entirely authentic when he says, yeah, I just want to have a nice life with my wife and daughter. Um, Yeah, like, there's never any point in the narrative 
where like you get the sense that that's not true. yeah exactly um so they've just like decided that that's not true yeah and it makes no sense it makes no sense so she gets the pixie king to take her to his manor which will then lure her mother to go there it's a whole thing. Yeah, and he's all like, like they have this cute little moment where he's like, I've missed helps you. Helps her like see, yeah, like see see through like the 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 glamour on the manor, and like, look, you can do that and so much more because like you've got my blood in mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and like I'll teach you so many things and it'll be great. Yeah, and um, like so his mom decides, like she agrees, she's gonna marry him, and uh, Zara starts to snoop the house because she's trying to find the missing kid uh jay she wants to find jay and rescue Mm -hmm. him and she eventually does and this is one of those things that i'm like uh in a better book this could have been so cool because she finds him and he's just like he's he's tied up in this dark room he's emaciated he's covered head to toe in bite marks and uh he tells her that the whole court has been feeding on him and (laughs) Woo! Listen, listen. Hottest part. That's of the, the book. hottest part of the book. I only listen. only good part. The scene. <laughs> that is so big, sexy. Yeah. I don't. We could have had it. We all. could have had it all. I am only so strong. I am just a simple masochist, and that is very sexy. Mm-hmm. This book does not understand that that is sexy. It it does not present no. that as being sexy, but um, but it is. Uh, and in a better book, that would have... Listen, that, like, Jay... In a better book, that would have been the point of view character. That, yeah, exactly! Jay could have been our point of view character and it would have been a better book. Mm-hmm. Like, that, his whole mm-hmm. experience being abducted and then, like, tied up in this fairy manner and, like, fairies coming in and feeding on him all the time. What a book. That would have been amazing. Yeah, and then, like... It could have been, like, he escapes on his own or something, yeah. or gets, like, rescued by this beautiful girl, and they fall in love after. That would have been a better book, too! That would have been a better book! I don't understand why we got this book when there are so many better books hidden inside of it. In this book, right? yes, I know. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. she rescues Jay, she gets him out, and uh, it's time for the final, like, battle where they are basically her plan is to get like a whole bunch of iron and trap the pixies in the house by like locking all the doors and windows and just like bolting them all in there so they can't get out that is her plan and so that they'll eat each other yeah that's cool yeah yeah it's cool to force them to cannibalize each other but it's not cool for them to be like i don't want to kill people can you please help me stop one of those is fine. One of those is morally correct, but the other one is wrong. Can you guess which one the author said was morally correct and which one the author <laughs> thinks is wrong? Yeah. Can you guess? And, and I'll give you two guesses. The first the first one doesn't count. And she keeps having these conversations with the Pixie King where she's telling him, like, well, he's basically begging her, like, don't do this. We just want to live peacefully. And she's like, well, you should have thought of that before you kidnapped all those boys. And he's like, I didn't want to do like, that. I told you. Yeah, he's like, I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, and I'm like, it is so infuriating the way she is like, 
acting as though these are things that he is choosing to do and not like things he supernaturally has to do. Like, I'm not sure yeah. what is not computing here with her. Yeah, where like, again, she's treating him like he is a human being choosing to be like a serial killer. Yeah. When he's like, I'm actively trying not to do this. And y'all are making this so fucking difficult for me. Um, it's, it's wild. Like, he's like, I love your mother. I want to be with her. And she's like, you're a murderer and don't deserve anything other than death. And I'm like, what is happening here? And this ending, like, big final battle, uh, is kind of all over the place and hard to read. Uh, the pixies are all, like, coming, trying to get out of the house and they're, like, fighting them to keep them in the house while they, like uh iron put down the iron put down the iron and everything and like encircle the house in iron or something yeah um i couldn't really follow the action because it was all over the place uh yeah and uh and that's it that's that's the end they they managed to trap all the pixies inside the house jay gets taken to a hospital Uh, presumably they just won't i don't know what story they tell the um the hospital about what happened to him yeah like yeah i'm assuming they'll be like oh someone kidnapped him and we found him wandering the woods or sure why is he covered in bite marks oh i don't know yeah attacked by wild and animals, wild animals sure um but yeah uh jay blocks from his memory everything that happened to him um so he suffers like some like uh mild amnesia about it because he's can't deal with it and that yeah, is his brain it is just like haha no haha no that didn't happen <laughs> And uh, Zara and Nick are together, and they've saved the town. The end. Except that there was an easier way to save the town. Yeah, that didn't involve a genocide. and Yeah, that didn't involve, like, forcing the fairies to cannibalize each other. Yeah. And, like, they also, like, make a mention that, like, they go back to see if they're, like, still alive, essentially. Yeah, and I think that they, they're like, oh, there's some movement in there, but, like, it's dying down. And I'm just like, that is so fucked up. Yeah! Like, I'm sorry, the protagonist thinking that this is the correct course of action is fucked it's up. It's fucking weird. Um, Again, it's one of those things where, like, I feel like the author... Just kind of went, yeah, 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 this is the correct course of action, because I said so. Where you're like, D- I'm pretty sure, objectively, this is not the correct course of well, action. Well, it's also one of the things where I'm like, I think the author just, like, didn't think about these things enough. Like, didn't take the time no. to really, like, think through her lore. Think through the implications. The implications. Of what they are doing. Um, didn't know what to do with all of these ideas. And, yeah. uh, the book is bad. It is. Uh, yeah. I don't, um, I have rarely read a book that, uh, frustrated me more than this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this one, this one really got me on a lot of levels. Just, like, all of the things where we're like, yeah, we don't understand consent, and we're like, the main love interest is, like, hand-waved. It's like, no, 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 his abusive, his abusive tendencies are fine. Yeah. Actually. To the lore like, we'll that extend, makes- we'll ex- Yeah, we'll extend that to the werewolves. But we want to extend that to the fairy king. Yeah, that doesn't make um, sense. Um, and, like, he doesn't even really, like, apologize that much for being, like, all, like, snapping at her. Uh, he does apologize, but it's, like... He does apologize, but, like, it's one of those... It's one of those kind of apologies where you're like, that's not really an apology. Yeah, where he's just like, yeah, I'm sorry I uh, freaked out about that. And she's just like, that's okay. And they're fine now. Yeah, it's like, she just found out, like, the Pixie King that everyone hates and has been killing 
people is her father, and then he, like, basically acts like she knew this the entire time and was keeping it from him, lying to him and being, like, a deceptive little bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, I I should have kept my cool. Um, And you're like, I don't think that's all you have to apologize for, sir. Yeah. Yeah, right? You said some pretty harsh things to someone who was already, like, suffering and who was already upset with this information and had only just learned it and was, like, looking for comfort and you lost your shit at her. Yeah, he sure Mm -mm. did. And uh, to the point Mm -mm. where his Mm -mm. own friend is like, yeah, he's dangerous when he gets like this. I better go, like, follow him to make sure he doesn't hurt anybody. I'm like, oh, cool. Cool, cool. Love that. Love that that's the main love interest. Mm Mm-hmm. That we're supposed to be like, yeah, this is a normal and healthy, happy relationship. Just like her mom uh, consented to having sex. That she didn't want to have. Um, yeah. Yep. That's, that, that because she, that she someone felt... had a gun to their head. Yeah. Uh, I. Oh, there's so much in this book that I'm like, why? Why this decision? Why that decision? Like, the plot doesn't make the sense. The plot makes the no sense. people are doing things makes no sense. Like you said, like, there's never any indication that, like, she would have suffered as the Pixie Queen, so there's not really any reason for why she couldn't have just been the Pixie Queen, especially when we know in the story that he, like, was like, can you be my Pixie Queen? Because I, like, I really don't want to fucking hurt people. Right? Yeah, like, I... Like, none of it makes sense. They're like, oh, he's a villain and a murderer, but I'm like, okay, but he is clearly objectively trying to push back against his nature and asking for your help to do so so i'm not really sure where all this hostility is coming from like he kidnapped boys i'm like yes as we established he does not have a choice in this and like there's even a part where where like she's accusing him of being a murderer and he's going i don't like i don't have a choice in this and she's like well you just need to try yeah like you haven't even like have you tried and i'm like but we've already established that he did try, and this is where you are right now. That's why things are like this again, because he's been trying to, like, be respectful of your mom and not go after her, but he's like, I, I can't do it anymore. Like, that actually, I'm pretty sure that's an actual conversation in the book that they have, where he's like, I've been trying to hold back, and I can't. I need your mom. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but how is how am I supposed to believe that this man is the villain? Because he, what, got you lost in the woods? Like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah don't forget that he that he got her lost in the woods. Um, and that, and was, that is villain shit. Yeah, that's not cool of him. Yeah, that's not cool, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It, that, that certainly is a book that we have read. Uh, uh-huh. May we never revisit it ever no. again. Uh, definitely not reading three more books of that. My oh, god. Oh god, I can't even imagine. No. Uh, it was hard enough getting through this one with, like, the weird writing style choices and the jumping, like, the weird, like, scene skips. The scene skips were wild. I could not follow that was, most it made of it. it so hard to read. Yeah. It was so hard to read. It was. It was, like... Oh, why? Why are we one minute at tr- at track and field and the next minute we're at the library without any indication that the scene has changed and you just have to figure it out? And like the amount of times that you would be like, oh, we're at track and field. Uh, let's say Izzy and Devin are talking and then all of a sudden we're in the library in a completely different scene. But Izzy and Devin are still talking about a different, completely different conversation, but now in a different place, with no indication that this is a different conversation or that they have moved locations until you're like, wait, why are they in the library? Yeah. 
it's bad. Yeah, it's And again, really I'm bad. like, this this was like professionally published. Yes. And I'm like, what fucking editor did this? Why? That is a very good question. Um, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And just like all the lore inconsistencies that like m- yeah, made Yeah, that made like contradictions that just make nothing make yeah, sense. Yeah, the plot just kind of like falls apart in the second half of the book and it uh like everything after the reveal that he's her father just gets like wacky. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it's a bad reveal. Like it makes it is. All, the entire appeal of the book like <laughs> gone. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Because, like, it sells you on the idea that there's a supernatural being that's after her, but, like, in an amorous way. And then it's like, oh, no, he just, like, wanted to say hi. Yeah, he wanted to say to hi his to his daughter, daughter. And have a family. Yeah. Um, And you're just like, what? That's not what you sold me on. That's, like, literally the opposite. Yeah, like, the, nothing, nothing, nothing works. No. Nothing works. This whole book. Um, very little about this book works. And here's the thing. It's not, like... There aren't good ideas in there, and it's not like the author didn't write some really good scenes within this mess. Yes. But, like, it needed it needed work. It needed work, and for an editor to be like, hey, no. <laughs> like, this is a good first draft. Um, let me know yeah, when you've like polished it. Yeah, well, like, there's a lot of scenes that just are pretty superfluous, and, like, there's so much just talking Oh my gosh, there's so, much, so much just talking. They just sit around talking, giving you exposition, and I'm like, why? If you wanted to write the other story, you should have just written the other story. And again, like, the whole, like, there's just, like, this level of, no, 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 I need to make sure sure everyone knows that, that uh, this was a consensual relationship, and that just, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, same. I don't super love that. And, like, like we've said... Uh, we just had a whole episode about like dubcon and noncon. Um, we're not uh, obviously opposed to stories about non-consensual relationships. We think they're very compelling and interesting and sometimes exciting. But the story has to like understand itself as being a story about that. Yeah, otherwise it just comes across as like excusing it. Yeah, which is like just viscerally and, uncomfortable to me. Well, and, like for me, I think that's where you sort of end up dipping into are you romanticizing it yeah um and that's that's where you start getting like and especially listen this is a book for teens um yeah i feel like it's a, it's young adults it's a, you know it's for teenagers. yeah i feel like when you are writing for a, a young audience like that you have more of an onus to be like careful with your messaging yeah yeah well especially since like so if i am writing an erotica book for adults it's adults reading it. Mm-hmm. They have life experience. They hopefully, by this point, have an understanding of like what consent is, what it isn't, uh, what that looks like, and are aware that what they are reading is a story about power exchange with like non-con or non-consensual sex mm-hmm. as like the the sort of like vehicle by which it's being explored. Mm-hmm. As a teen, you are still developing. We have abysmal sex education, um, and like I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable when books geared at teens try to like hand wave what is clearly abusive fucking like behavior relationships, and it's like no, no, this is healthy and cute actually, and I'm like I, uh, no, no, it's not, 
And that's not to say I don't think that teens should be allowed to read fucked up stories, but more that, like, you can only do that when you live in a society where sexual education is a thing that actually, you is know, a lot better than it good. is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, you can't just give that to teens and be like, yeah, you know, you know that this is wrong, right? Because some of them aren't. Yeah. They're not experienced with relationships and with, like, what consent is because they're not taught that very well. And, like, it, it's concerning that, mm-hmm. that this is a book that hand waves, like, abusive behavior and, like, kind of poo-poos on what consent actually means. Like, no, no, it, it's fine, actually. And it's like, but it's not. And now you're basically telling a bunch of, like, your audience who are teenagers that, like, no, no, if a guy, like, is growling at you and scares you, it's sexy. Right. I mean, like, we we criticized the Forbidden Game for, like, its portrayal of Tom for a lot of those same reasons, but I feel like this is even worse than Tom, because at least... Yeah, it is. At least the Forbidden Game did explore the fact that there were problems with the relationship between Danny and Tom, that there needed to be changes made to it. It didn't do enough of that, and it unfortunately put more of the onus on Jenny than I felt like was appropriate. However, it did acknowledge that these were issues. Uh, Yes. Um, Yeah, at least it acknowledged that, like, their their relationship as it was wasn't really helpful. Right. Whereas this is just straight up being like, oh, yeah, he, he makes you feel scared when he's angry, but... He's such a good kisser. But he has nice hair, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, no. He's got nice no. hair and good teeth, and you're just like, what? Oh, no. Like, and, like, I'm sorry, I have known too many women in my life who have gone, yeah, but, like, look at him, though. He's so when, like, sexy, though. Yeah, like, yeah, I know he's not good for me, but, and, like, no, there's no but. He's not good for you, period. That's that's the end of that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not cute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, I like the fucked up shit because I'm aware that it is fucked up. Like, yeah. don't don't try, especially in teen literature, do not try to pass off non-consensual sex and, like, abusive behavior as, like, this is an ideal. And it's fine, actually. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. You don't want... you Like, I have a feeling the author went, oh, uh, I don't want to write about my character being a product of rape though and panic <laughs> oh yeah and they were is what i th- yeah it's what i think happened and they were like oh but i like, better clarify that it's not that but, but like no you don't clarify it you then just rewrite the story so that that isn't true anymore yeah exactly but then you can't do that right because then the plot doesn't work but the plot already doesn't work. So, like, she, what she needs to do is just write, rewrite the fucking story. Well, like, listen, like, this plot would have worked better if the Pixie King had actually come off like a bad dude. Like, if you had yeah. made it more clear that, like, uh, yeah, sure, why not? He raped your mom. Like, that's, you know, that's heavy shit for a teen book, but that would make it make more sense why we fucking hate this guy, right? Um, yeah, but like, if you're gonna be like, well, it was consensual, okay, so then there's no reason for you to be pissed off at him, right? Like, there's so much of the just like, uh, we want him to be like the scary villain, but we don't want to have him. Don't want actually... to address, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to address the elephant in the room of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. 
And I hate it's that. Like, well, you can't have it both ways. Like, honestly, <sighs> the, and the plot did not need the reveal that it was actually her mom and that she was his kid. Like, it didn't need that. No, you could have had no. him actually like not being her dad and like trying to seduce and woo her, and you could have had the same like climax at the end, the same epic battle, the same solution. Um, but just actually have him be a villain who's trying to coerce her into marriage yeah or like they could have had so they could have had made ian the pixie king and like maybe his teenage persona is just like a glamour Mm -hmm. and like reveals that like yes he's been trying to woo her and like have it much more of a love triangle yeah where like you're like oh will she choose you know ian and then have the reveal of like ian was the pixie king the whole time would have been much better that would have been so much better and again there actually has to be some kind of uh indication that becoming the pixie queen is a bad fate because uh without that it does not make sense why you're so resistant to this idea um no so yeah i feel like the story could have worked so much better if they had committed more to to well if it had committed to anything literally anything yeah but but that's the thing that's the thing i think you're right big concept yeah (laughs) i think you're right that the author didn't want to actually address sexual assault because uh having the pixie king not actually be trying to woo her feels like a way for the author to distance herself from the pixie king uh being a creeper right yeah um and it doesn't work it just makes it not make any sense yeah because the as soon as you go, oh, he's not a creeper, then you're like, okay, then what's the problem? Exactly. Then why, then why do we hate why him? Why are we so against this then? Yeah. Because you're not giving me a reason for why they're so against this, other than, well, he eats people, and you're like, okay, well, so do animals. Like, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, you undercut the narrative by trying to do too many conflicting things at the same time, and it's Yeah. And, like, that's, uh, that's the thing, like, this book... This book really suffers from not knowing what it wants to be. It really does. And it's like, you know, this could have been like a teen horror romance. It could have been like a supernatural book where like romance wasn't even involved. But it's like the author couldn't seem to like pick a pick a, pick a direction and stick with it. Yeah. So it just ends up being like this mess of what is even happening. And it falls apart. It all falls apart. And it doesn't work. Yeah, the whole thing does not work. Um, yeah. You know, it's like with uh, it's like with the the chapter titles being about specific phobias. Like, could have delved so much deeper into like the phobia thing. But it um, just didn't really do anything with that. No, like it it actually just felt like like why is this here? Like we're not doing anything. Like with it's that, a gimmick that you didn't going... fully explore. Yeah, so it's just like. Uh, so this is just to say she's quirky like uh yeah but uh we should probably call it because i i will just never stop talking about how much i don't like this book <laughs> uh if you do like this book why not uh tell, tell us, us and why if you also don't like yeah if you also don't like this book you can also tell us why too and and um, if you have not read this book and just wanted to be entertained by us dunking on it um then that's cool too yeah congratulations you found the right Hell place yeah for you. Um, uh, yeah, so that but yeah. that was need. Um, any closing thoughts? Don't don't uh, buy this book. Don't buy this book. Save your money for literally anything uh-huh. else. Um, if you if you're really into like the supernatural, get romance, the Forbidden Game. Uh, w- yeah, will they won't they get the Forbidden uh-huh. Game? Uh, it's it's a thousand percent more erotic. It's 
does everything better. Literally everything. uh, And somehow Tom manages to be less infuriating than Nick. So, like... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I wonder if, like, we would have reacted more positively towards Tom if we had read this one first. We might have. I probably would have, to be honest. I would like, well, at least he's not At least he's not Nick. Yeah, exactly. Um, But instead we're going, ah, another Tom. Uh, A worse (laughs) Tom. He's Tom, but even worse. Cool. Yeah, Tom, but even worse. Love it. Wow. Yeah, love that for us. Not what we wanted for our lives, but here we (sighs) are. Yeah. But yes, we will will join you again another week. Yes. And uh, we thank you for listening. And for coming on this adventure, on this this wonderful uh, adventure with train. us, uh, yeah. Squid, where can uh, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Archive of Our Own at uh, Frick Frack Paddywhack. Uh, pa- uh, whack is does not have an H, um, <laughs> because apparently I didn't feel like spelling that correctly when I made my username. And uh, also on our joint website, where you can read some of our work for free at uh dandelionl.wordpress.com yes correct okay um and you can find me on twitter at first order pixie you can also find my blog where i review adult literature as well as where you can also find all of my books at rosesbooks.home.blog uh and uh we thank you again for for being here and uh we'll see you in the next one yeah bye bye